Now, we must all fear evil men. But there is another kind of evil which we must fear most. And that is the indifference of good men. This is the St. Longinus's Baptism Podcast Channel. This is rant number 10. I why I'm no longer on Twitter. I don't I haven't been getting much traffic lately. And that's neither here nor there. But I don't know what the future may hold. So therefore, um, for, for people who come across this channel later and they notice that I have a Twitter handle listed and I actually have an episode dedicated to my former followers on Twitter. Uh, I, you know, I don't, honestly speaking, you know, in, in, in the future, I may take out my Twitter, my Twitter um, account out of my, out of my, um, social media descriptions for right now. Um, I just, I'm not ready to do that. So, uh, what this, what this, uh, episode is going to do is until, until I am able to take out the Twitter, uh, account off my, my social media references. This is to let people know that I've closed my my Twitter account as of Tuesday. Just my thoughts on Twitter in general. Um. I started Twitter on Twitter around 2017. I've had an account since 2018, but I basically didn't use it until around 2017. And Twitter has been a blessing in the sense that it it did lead me to sedimentism. So, you know, good things can come out of bad places. Just like good things can come out of the least likely sources that you're you're going to encounter. You just have to have the wisdom to put your pride aside and and recognize that you know you are not the center of the universe, you are not the font of all wisdom and Sometimes you're going to get the truth from unlikely places. You just have to be humble and wise enough to understand this. The reason I closed my Twitter account was... Oh, I'm sorry, I need to back up a minute. 
So when I ran Twitter from 2017 to 20, let's say 2021, uh, I've stated this in other episodes, but once again, I'm going to say that I, uh, I, I was just, um, I, I was kind of using my Twitter for two purposes. One was to, to get resources on sedvacantism that I could try to research and, and pick the brains of other sedvacantists. And the other one was basically to vent my spleen about American politics. And, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't care. I didn't care if I had 50 followers or half a million. It didn't matter to me. But toward the end of uh, 2020... I started seeing, and I, I'm going to choose my words carefully here for the sake of charity. I started noticing a very, very vile attitude amongst a certain segment of set of contests on Twitter. Now, I've been through this story before. I can't assume anyone's listened to that particular episode, so I'm going to give it as, as brief as a explanation as I can. One of the set of a contest I was in contact with at the time, I explained to her, I said, you know, I, I, I want to be a set of a contest, but if the average set of a contest is like the people that I meet on, that I've, I've come into contact with on Twitter... I want nothing to do with you people. And I was saying this as a total pagan. With all the inherent nonsense that entails to begin with. Because when you're not living for God. And honestly speaking, me personally... I, in general, when, when, when it comes to society, culture, and my fellow human beings, I keep my standards low, not because I think that I'm inherently great, but because I know myself well enough to know that um, I, I'm, I'm, I am the farthest thing from the best human being on earth. Therefore, because I'm trying to treat others as I would like to be treated, I understand just like I have flaws and weaknesses and, and issues and um, that, you know, other people are going to have, you know, their own weaknesses and issues. But the attitude that I was running into pre-2021 uh, pre 
was so horrendous, I'm thinking to myself, well, if your average set of contest is like your average person on Twitter, and I should have been able to make the distinction, quite honestly. I, I wanted no part of them. Because it's bad enough when you're when you're a pagan and the 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 people that you're following, what whatever that might be, if it's sports ball, politics, whatever, are acting like a bunch of giant a-holes, then if you're going to join a communita or a clique, as you know, as a lot of people treat said of a contism. You know, I, I've I've had a very low tolerance for people who huff their own farts, to put it quite bluntly. Now, I want no part of that. But so we spoke, and she, you know, told me about people being people. And it had to have been God speaking through her because when I did finally find a set of a contest church, the people that I interact with at the at this church, um, they're good, decent people. And apparently, um, the 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 social media i've i've talked about this before social media is is basically it takes it takes your flaws as a human being and it magnifies them and it plays to your vanity it plays to your pride it plays to your any any flaws that you may that you may have as a human being it plays to them and once again, I'm going to give this disclaimer too. Because I can't assume everyone's listened to all my episodes. The things I'm discussing in this podcast, I'm not accusing everyone of. I'm saying a certain segment. And as far as it goes, I've been guilty of the same thing. Now, I started... Uh, oh, sorry, I got to go back a bit. Uh, so in 2021, I cut off my Twitter for two reasons. Number one, um, the main reason was I felt like I couldn't spend time on Twitter um, debating fruitlessly with people who don't want to listen when I needed to... In Intensify my study of the pre-Vatican II religion of Catholicism. And the second was, honestly speaking, I was really turned off by the type of people in... Uh, uh, let me back up just a bit for the sake of charity by a certain segment of people calling themselves set of a contest who are acting no better than their secular counterparts, if we're going to be blunt. And that's what I'm all about. So, I got off. And 
I, I, I know one person who's a regular listener, and I'm going to ask for his indulgence. Um, I say ad nauseum, I've looked at my analytics, and it's all over the place. So I can't assume that everyone who bumps comes on to my episodes have bothered to listen to other episodes. Um, I have stated in, pre, in a previous episode, probably more than one, but at least one that I can remember, the only reason I came back to Twitter, and this was around April, was so that I could get some traffic on this podcast. Um, I, I, want, I, I, I feel like God has given me a message to get out there and... You know, I'm, I'm, and I've said this ad nauseum, I'm doing the best I can with what I've been given, and I'm doing what I, you know, what I think is God's will. Like it or not. And I, I feel that the things I talk about I try to remove myself as far as possible away from, I try to remove myself away from what I do on my social media platforms, except for Twitter, but I will get into that. So the stuff I talk about in this podcast is, is, is not, the rants the rants are expressions of frustration, but there's a purpose behind them. It's not me. This is not done from my own egotistical gratification. It's done um, because I feel that whatever topic or issue that I'm ranting about needs to be discussed. And I've already said ad nauseum that if I wanted my, if I wanted a podcast that was just going to be me being egotistical and, and prideful, um, well, number one, because this, this is dedicated to Lord Jesus and his blessed mother, me, you know, the, the, the podcast being about me, that's not a workable concept, okay? It's not a workable concept if, if you, or I, I'm going to keep this on me. It's not a workable concept for me to interject myself and my own selfish flaws into something that's supposed to be trying to help people to 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 help people get to the right conception of religion and um getting closer to Lord Jesus and his blessed mother now if i did want to just Engage, indulge my ego, indulge my my pride. 
I could just do a secular podcast and do that. You know, and I, once again, I've said this ad nauseum. Uh, sorry, trying to get my thoughts here together. Um, I, this is probably my egoism here. It, it probably is. Um, if I were to do a purely secular podcast, I'm, I'm sure that a lot more people that, that I would get more traction than I'm getting now. But this isn't, this isn't about me. And honestly speaking, and I can say this honestly, um, I, I'm doing the message that I think God wants me to do. And the thought of doing my own thing, you know, I, I've read lots of books, I've read, uh, watched lots of movies, uh, you know, there there are some topics that more uh, more people would be interested in if they were willing to listen that I could do, and they'd probably be more interested in that. But that's that's uh, honestly speaking, I'm not interested in doing that type of podcast. Now, this is not a criticism against people who do that sort of thing. I'm talking about what I feel I was called to do. And people are individuals. So people do what they feel called to do. I feel this is my calling. I feel this is my purpose. And ever since I've 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 come to understand the concept of pre-Vatican II Catholicism better. And I'm not saying it's a perfect understanding. Honestly speaking, true Catholicism in and of itself is so deep and so rich. I've said this ad nauseum. You could live to be 200 years old, 300 years old, and only scratch the surface of what true Catholicism is. But as I said, I'm doing the best I can with what I've been given. So anyway, I started out in April and at first it was just going to be so that I could chill I, I hate the word shill. Um, so I could get this this podcast to try to expand the audience. And um, this time around, I kept most of my followers or the people that I was following to, to people who listed themselves as set of a contest. And because 
I have my own faults and uh, frailties. I got caught up in the internet BS. And I've mentioned that too. You know, this, this was, uh, I had fallen into this error, you know, a long time ago. And I was attempting to get better at it, but there's something about Twitter that just brings out the worst in people. And I'm not, I'm not saying that it, it didn't happen to me. As a matter of fact, I know it happened to me, that it was bringing out the worst in me. So at a certain point, I decided that I was being an obnoxious a-hole and that I would just try to, to, to tone it down and just post quotes, books, prayers, or whatever with beautiful pictures that I got off the internet, pre-Vatican II, of course, and leave it at that. Now, I started noticing that there was a certain segment of set of a contest. I think I've said this in a previous episode that are more self righteous more just prideful and egotistical than the worst secularist that you're ever going to bump into on social media. And when I deal with Protestants and pre-Vatican II types, I understand inherently that because they lack the understanding. They're ignorant. That's not an insult. It's just a statement. That, you know, they're going to they're gonna come at me. Okay? I, I got to step away for a minute. I'll be right back. I apologize for having to step away. <sighs> um... As I said, when it comes to Protestant and Vatican II types, when I, if I do deal with them at all, I tend to expect blowback. I don't, when I'm dealing with people, and I do consider, and, and by the way, just not a broad brush, if the shoe fits, wear it, but this is not a broad brush. But people who call themselves set of a contest, I consider them, until they give me reason to believe otherwise, that they're my allies. And the last thing I need is, and I've spoken about this in previous episodes, I don't expect people that I consider to be my allies lobbying verbal hand grenades in my foxhole 
when all I'm trying to do, and I don't care, I don't give a good dang, you know, what, what your thoughts are on what I'm doing. I don't. I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to help people, you know, to, to, uh, I'm, I'm trying to help people. And if you don't want to, you know, if, if you don't, for whatever reason, if you reject the messenger or whatever, then fine. You know, leave me alone. Keep your mouth shut. And that's all I ask. And I started noticing around a month ago that I was getting basically two reactions. One which was indifference, which is fine. I'm not, you know, I'm not doing it for the clicks and likes. I don't care. But the other one was, if I dared mention certain subjects or raise certain personalities, then I would all of a sudden, you know, this, this certain segment would just jump on my thread and, and would call me everything but a child of God. Now, unlike a lot of people, I can recognize if I'm in error. And if I recognize I'm in error, I will apologize and I will retract. But God, in his infinite blessing, has given me enough wisdom to know when the people that are... um. That the, that the people who are, I'm going to put this charitably, disagreeing with me violently, if, you know, well, for first off, if you have the right spiritual mindset, you don't disagree violently with somebody. You, you point out to them logically and with, uh, was uh I forget the word I'm uh used to use um I forget the word I use but you use your logic and your reason you don't argue from outrage okay if you're in the right spiritual mindset. And when I started noticing from this certain segment of set of the contests that they their approach to disagreeing with me was had more in common with the secular people on Twitter than it did with people who are ostensibly on my same side and are seeking holiness and union with God and his blessed mother. You know, I, I've been noticing this. 
if if they weren't ignore if, if they were just ignoring me outright they they would you know if I, if I if I dared say anything that they did you know um <laughs> if I dared say anything that they disagreed with then they were going to come at me like a pack of uh, hungry dogs Now, like I said, reasoned, reasoned, um, disagreement, I have no issue with. If you can come at me and with logic and uh, critical thinking, thank you, Lord Jesus, critical thinking, then yeah, I'm, I'm more than willing to tell you why, but, but I expect you, you know, I, I have low expectations, but at the bare minimum, I, I expect people to use critical thinking and, and rationality, not raw emotion. And, Basically, apologize for using that word. What it, what it was all boiling down to was, is there a certain set of accountist prelates, and I've mentioned this, who are sacrosanct? The way these people act is no better than their Protestant or their Vatican II brethren. And in, in, in the sense that when I say sanctrosanct, and I've been told that, you know, I throw around 10 cent words. Excuse the heck out of me, guys. Uh, I happen to have read a few books. This is not me being a pretentious a-hole. I've done a lot of reading. I know I have a, a rather large vocabulary. If you want to take this as me being a pretentious a-hole, go ahead. You don't have to listen. And quite frankly, if you're going to use such a shallow and superficial uh, measuring stick, I don't want you listening to me. And it's, it's the same thing you know, with, with people that I do deal with on social media. If you can't, if you cannot uphold the barest minimum of decency and respect, but you're calling yourself a true Catholic, I, I, I got no time for you. Okay, I, I want no part of you. Okay, if you can't, if you can't even hold yourself to a slightly higher standard than the Protestants and and the fake Catholics on online, I want nothing to do with you. Oh, I, I got kind of sidetracked. I usually do when I do these things. Um, but there, there are certain prelates who 
once again, oh, when I say sanct or sanct, I mean they're you you can't you can't point you know point out their flaws. You can't say anything about them. You know everything out of this. And by the way, this is this is part of the cult of personality. When a person becomes above above question. Now, oh, we can't question the dear leader. He's the dear leader. How dare you? And I've never operated under that misconception anyway. From, you know, from my early 20s. I, I, I don't care what your position is. If I can see a flaw, and I think it needs to be pointed out, I will point it out. Um... But but this this certain segment of Sedmacontis treat certain prelates like they're the Pope. Even though we don't have a magisterium to make that particular prelate, if he was worthy to be Pope, Pope, they treat him like he is Pope. And by the way, this contradicts Traditional Catholic teachings. The Pope is only infallible in faith and morals. If he's got personal flaws, you're, as a layman, you are allowed to say your piece. Okay? But the part, what I'm getting at is, what brought on my deleting my account was I was talking about the American the particularly American heresy of what is known as Americanism which was denounced by Pope Leo the 13th in 1899 I've covered that but the particular prelate in question I was not criticizing him personally, as a prelate, and I was not criticizing other set of accountants, priests, and prelates. And in, in line with my original post, I was not criticizing the, pre, uh, the pre-Vatican II American uh, clergy. You know, I, I was not criticizing them in particular. And in, okay, my, my original post was, was that as far as I could tell, and I put those in capital letters at the end of the original post. I said, as far as I could tell, not many American uh, prelates and clergy were talking about the heresy of Americanism. And for the uninitiated, the heresy of Americanism is basically the patriotism toward the American government, which is Masonic, Masonic through and through. Where you're taking the Constitution and even though it's literally Masonic liberalism, 
of the Bill of Rights, you're 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 saying, well, you know, uh, I'm all behind this, even though the Catholic Church had condemned it in prior encyclicals by prior popes before Leo the Thirteenth. I said, as far as I know, and basically, I got a really rude reply. You know, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I, now, I'm not saying I haven't been guilty of doing this myself. However, when I recognized I was being uncharitable, I tried to make the necessary adjustments. And by the way, the reply itself, even though it was disrespectful or whatever, I wasn't mad about that. What made me angry was that, as I said, the original post was not critical of any prelate in question or clergy for that matter. My original post was saying that as far as I knew that the, 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 the said of account, American set of accountants clergy and the, uh, the prior Vatican II American clergy had not really discussed the heresy of Americanism even though Pope Leo XIII had written an encyclical specifically entitling the heresy of Americanism, and it was addressed to the American hierarchy in 1899. Now, this person put their rude post on, and then I proceeded, you know, to try to be, you know, to give examples of what I was talking about. But once again, this goes back to the idiocy of the internet. Instead of dealing with um, uh, logic and not getting emotional and using critical thinking, they they took. The, uh, I, I I listed a certain a certain prelate who had given a talk in Hungary back in 2016. Because that was the, the, the last podcast I had listened to prior to making this post. And all I did was point out that this prelate, the, and, and, and nobody even asked me, well, what episode was this? What, you know, where, where did you... They didn't do that. They didn't even bother to do that. But I digress. Um, all I said was, the way he made it sound was, was that masonry basically started with the French Revolution. And anybody who's ever read Grandma uh, Freemasonry Unmasked, the Grand Orient Masonry exposed by Monsignor George Dillon 
will will know and other other uh, other set of contests uh priests and bishops had mentioned that you know the whole origin of the of the American government was based in masonry however um it's it, it it might have been one or two episodes that that was even covered. Now, nobody even considered the fact that I might have consumed a ton of podcasts. And so I wasn't talking out my butt when I said it's rarely discussed how the American Masons and the French Masons basically worked hand in glove to bring forth the American government, which was Masonic, and their revolu- our revolutionaries worked with the French revolutionary Masons to overthrow the French monarchy. They didn't, you know, none of that, there was no reason, there was no reason debate. There was no, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? There was no, uh, critical thinking involved. These people acted like I was criticizing. And by the way, I list three other sources. I use, I listed the catechism, which is popular instead of the contest circles. And I also used the talk by a set of Vacantis priest from my own organization where basically he, you know, he, he, you know, and he was a boomer, so it's expected, but he was basically praising up and down World War II. They didn't, you know, like I said, no reason, no critical thinking, just raw outrage and what they tried to imply was was that I was criticizing a a particular prelate and and saying he never spoke on it I know I've taken down my Twitter unless somebody screenshotted my original post in the original post I never said that he never discussed it I didn't even raise I didn't even raise his name. I used one talk and one podcast as an example. I'm well aware. Oh, by the way, here's the, 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 the kick in the nuts to what I was already dealing with was um they the people that were jumping my butt could only list one talk that he had given, which I had already listened to. I was well aware. But it's one talk. This guy has been a set of a conscious bishop since at least 2000s. One talk. And they said he had written exclusively against it. But they didn't list sources. 
Now, I'm not saying that what I, the examples I listed were exhaustive. But with, with Twitter's stupid character limit, it does not allow in-depth, you know, debate like a regular blog can. And, and the bottom line was, I wasn't attacking that particular bishop personally. I was using that talk as an example you know, of the lack of, you know, Americans and, you know, Americans, Americans said of the contest are unaware just how badly um, um, Americanism has infected American Catholicism. Prior to Vatican II, post-Vatican II, and the set of the contest movement. But they, you know, they decided to take it personally. Without trying, you know, like I said, no logic, no critical thinking, no reason debate. Just ad, ad hominem attacks. And then one of the little trolls, um, there's a YouTube uh, political commentator who talks about concern trolling. And basically concern trolling is, is when you attack somebody, you know, and then you try to imply that they're mentally unstable. Oh, are you okay, man? Are you okay? You're not making sense. And that's when I came to the conclusion, and I'm going to wrap this up, that... That there is a certain segment on Twitter of set of contests, and I'm I'm not judging. Unlike them, unlike them, I'm not judging their motivations. I'm not judging um, their their fitness to you know to 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 object to me. I'm not. I'm going by their actions. Okay? Now, I don't know if I've said this. I probably haven't. So I'm going to make it absolutely clear. I will take the materials that I put out since November. This podcast and my, my stuff on um, Pinterest. Uh, once I closed my... Um, you... Uh, my uh, Twitter account, there's, you know, I I can't use that material. But I, I will take this podcast in particular and, and ask, I, 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 I've got a good conscience. So if, if, you know, if somebody wants to, sit down and go through my material and find out if, I think I have said this, nothing that I have said in this podcast, and I'm not talking about this particular episode, I'm talking about everything, and I'm over a 100 episodes, contradicts traditional Catholic teachings. None of it. 
You may disagree with the tone. You may disagree with the approach. But nothing I have stated um, has, has criticized that. Or uh, I'm sorry, um, not criticized, um, contradicted. And I, I am getting ready to wrap up here. So I have said ad nauseum on this podcast, if, if you're going to act like a autistic spurg with your fifis and your emotions and, and you, I got to wrap this up, but I am going to do an episode about putting people and God in your own boxes that people are just, you know, they're supposed to fit in your box. And if they don't fit in your box, you either dismiss them as idiots or you ignore them. Or if God doesn't fit in your box, well, well, then it can't be true. And I've criticized the Protestants in the Vatican II sect for this. Although, Lord knows, there are plenty, there's a certain segment of Sedecantists who fall into that category as well. But I have no time. Or, well, yes, I have no time and I don't have the inclination to put up with this kind of spurgery. And I won't. I've been through, you know, I've, I've, I've gone through my phase of trying to debate online. And I'm done with it. So that's why I shut down my Twitter. Because if if it were one or two random spurs, and as I said, I've done other episodes. And at first when I was on Twitter, I thought it was one or two random spurs. And then... Just what happened in this particular situation, it it was no small amount, given the set of Vacantis presence on Twitter, it was no small amount of people who decided to attack like a pack of rabid wolves, you know, misrepresenting what I was saying. If you guys want to, you know, this is aimed at a certain segment of, of a set of a contest. If you want to treat certain clergy or certain uh, prelates as sacrosanct and beyond criticism, be my guest. That's on you. But I'm, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not... My my bottom line is I cannot I'm not going to try to reason with people who are unreasonable. I am not going to try to use logic with people who's coming from a place of emotion. I'm not going to try to debate people who lack critical thinking skills. And by the way, when I say the lack of critical thinking skills, I'm not saying that I, I have a PhD in, um, in, in Aristotelian philosophy. I don't. 
But even a relatively uneducated person like myself, in my own limited way, can use critical thinking skills. And if, and if you're the type of person that went to a diploma mill and thinks that somehow, because I haven't done what you're done, that somehow I'm a moron, well, I'm not going to debate you. I, or I'm not going to try to reason with you. I'm not going to try to reach you because you're unreachable. You're unreachable. You lack humility. You lack charity. And you're unreachable. I'm going to end with this because I'm coming up close on 50 minutes. Jesus in the book of Matthew St. Matthew, sorry. In the book of St. Matthew, when he was giving his instructions to his disciples, he, he expressly told them, preach your message. If they will not receive you, shake the dust off your feet and move on to the next town. And a lot of people miss this last part. He also told them that the people who will not receive them it, it, it was better for Sodom and Gomorrah than it was going to be for those towns that rejected their message. Now, I'm not claiming to be oh, an original disciple. Obviously, that's an impossibility. But I'm a disciple in the sense that I take everything that Jesus Christ, the Holy Trinity, and the, the, the pre-Vatican II Church teaches very seriously. It's not semantics. It's not an internet game. I'm not trying to win cheap points. So that's why I closed my Twitter account down. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to try to reason with people who cannot, who cannot and will not be reasoned with. Okay? So you take that for what it's worth. Now, obviously this episode, or I should say this rant, was aimed at a certain segment, a set of contests. Protestants, uh, Vatican II sect people, atheist, agnostic, whatever, this isn't aimed at you. Um, but if you sat through this and you gave me your time and you were patient and listened, I, I do really do appreciate the fact that you listened. And um, I don't know. Uh, God works in mysterious ways. So if you're not a set of a contest and you got something out of this talk, God bless you and I hope it helps. If not, well, got a hundred other episodes if you're willing to listen. And I don't expect in this life to be understood. I've never been understood. Never. Not any time in my life. And honestly speaking, I suspect that the, the only understanding I'm going to get or the true judgment I'm going to get is when I go for my final judgment. My basic attitude toward this 
toward this society and culture and world and system of government is I'm going to keep my expectations low. So, um, but that does not mean that I don't care. As I stated at the beginning of this, ep- uh, this rant, I'm doing this because I want to help people. I would, uh, you know, you take it for what it's worth. I say often, I try to close this uh, with this statement that I want to see as many people get to heaven as possible. You take that for what it's worth. But I have a good conscience. I know I mean what I say. So you take that for what it's worth. Um... But I do want to say, um, God bless you. And I do pray. I do pray for the people who are in my life, either indirectly or directly. It doesn't really matter to me. And I, I, uh, I appreciate your time and your patience. God bless you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You will receive us. We do not ask for your poor or your hungry. We do not want your tired and sick. It is your corrupt we claim. It is your evil that will be shot by us. With every breath, we shall hunt them down. Each day, we will spill their blood till it rains down from the skies. Do not kill. Do not rape. Do not steal. These are principles which every man of every faith can embrace. These are not polite suggestions. These are codes of behavior. And those of you that ignore them will pay the dearest cost. There are varying degrees of evil. We are you lesser forms of filth, not to push the bounds and cross over.